1: Hey there, Tanner fans! Angela Bowen here, the host of Oh My Lanta, Holy Chalupas, an unofficial Full House Fuller House podcast. How's everyone doing? I hope everyone's geared up for summer! And I'm sure if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that starting today, I have a fun Full House Fuller House summer series of podcast episodes coming your way starting today. Onward Through the Summertime. Of course, what better episode to kick off summer than Fuller House Season 3, Episode 1, entitled, Best Summer Ever. Yeah, this episode, along with all the other episodes of Season 3, dropped on September 22nd, 2017 on Netflix. So, in this episode... DJ makes Jackson take summer school. Steve and uh, CJ make a surprise announcement. Jimmy has a hard time trying to find somewhere to park his RV. And Fernando is keeping a secret from Kimmy. Ooh, what could that be? If I remember far back, I think I know what that is. This episode's got a 7.5 out of 10, based on 217 ratings. It was directed by Rich Carell. Writers, Jeff Franklin, the creator, and written by Jeff Franklin, Edie Fay, executive story editor, and Kate Spurgeon, or Spurgeon, story editor. We do get some trivia for this episode. First appearance of Gia's daughter, Rocky, which I've noticed in watching Fuller House. Gia and her daughter maybe have like maybe two scenes together, if that. This episode aired exactly 30 years to the day that the pilot episode of Full House aired. Jodi Sweden broke her left leg shortly before filming for the the season began, so the writers made some adjustments in this episode to hide it by having her sit at tables for most of her scenes, having her wear wear a long dress, and in the backyard for the pre-credits scene, and having her... Leaning out the kitchen window for one instance. Or the kitchen door, I'm sorry, a kitchen window. Wait, no, they can't do that. This is the 16th appearance of Dr. Harmon. Looks like we don't have any user reviews for this one. So, as I like to do at the beginning of a podcast, I like to let you listeners know and new listeners know where you can go to follow the podcast. There are many ways. The podcast is on Facebook. You can go to oh My O'MyLanta Holy Chalupas on unofficial Full House Fuller House podcast. You can also go to Instagram at O M H C Full House Fuller House Pod, and on Twitter at O M H C Full House slash Fuller House podcast. If you'd like to email the podcast, you can do so at O M H C fhfhpodcast at gmail.com I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear about your memories of watching Full House. Who your favorite character is, if you have one. Who, who whose storyline you? What storyline's your favorite from Full House or Fuller House? Or even you know your prediction about predictions about season five. What you think's going to happen there? Because we're all in the dark here. We don't know. We hope there's going to be a wedding. We know the baby's going to get a name. There's probably going to be more than one wedding. Who would be a surprise guest that you would love to come back? I know Michelle is like at the top of that list. Because she's on my list. But um, what about uh, a, another throwback to a character from Full House? Like I've said, I would love for Charles to come back. In kind of a uh, thank you Stephanie, you saved my life you and your uncle, or um, even, what about Rusty? Now, that would be kind of interesting. He was a little twit in the few episodes that he was in, but it's just like, I think, I think that would be kind of cool. Alright, let's waste no more time. Let's jump right into this episode. At the end of the episode, I will give you a rundown of the other episodes I plan to review for the summer months. So we jump right into this fun cold open here. We're in the bo- uh, Jackson and Max's bedroom. Looks like it's morning because you see in that little uh, window there, the the light is starting to pour in. That's the best way to be woken up by the sun. So we cut to Max's bed, he throws back his covers, his eyes are open, he's like, it's the first day of summer vacation, and of course he gets up, this is the first musical song that has had, you know, the whole cast in it, and I love that Elias Harger, who plays Max, brings his A-game to the table, it is amazing, and I want to play a little bit of the song, not the whole thing, but just a little bit.
2: It's not that I don't love school, I do. The summer is so much better, it's true. Come on Jackson, get out of bed, let's go.
1: You deserve the best summer ever, bro.
2: Come on guys, let's go party. Lead the way, so we won't be tardy. Brothers are lame. Let's make this the best summer ever. I'm enjoying my scrambled eggs, but whatever. <laughs> One, two, three, four!
0: Sounds of the summer streets, big surf waves, fashion hot days, cool cars, lady of the blast day.
1: So I love how everybody gets in on it It's just, and you know this is Max's dream Because this would not normally happen Because he jumps on Jackson's bed Like, hey Jackson, wake up Jackson gets immediately into it Ramona slides into their room. She's got her hair kind of up in little knots in the back. And it's really, really cool. And then the kids all run out the door, run, or run downstairs to the kitchen. And they get DJ, Kimmy, and Stephanie in on it. And they're all, you know, the best. This is This is such a catchy tune. It's like it gets in your head and you can't get it out. And I gotta hand it to the cast, because they look like they had a blast filming this. It's just so fun. Everyone's in the backyard now. I love how they have Tommy in those black sunglasses. It's so cute. And then they have Cosmo with sunglasses. (laughs) This song, it's like, it gets you pumped for summertime. Because that's what season three is set during the summer. And we get our first, we get Fernando here as a superhero. Not sure which one. We got Jimmy coming in here with a cool muscle-molded Superman costume. We got Matt dressed like Batman. (laughs) We have Steve coming in dressed like Bugs Bunny. And he's got this giant carrot that's got these long green hanging stems out the back of it. So at this point... In season three, DJ is with Matt, and Steve is with CJ. So that's where we're at with the show right now. And it's summertime. The kids are already just chill out, hang out in the house, just ready to do nothing. They don't gotta go to school. But Jackson Jackson's gonna have a rude awakening. Best summer ever. Max, Max, wake up. You're having a dream.
2: It is. In that case, two, three, four, best summer ever!
1: What? <laughs> Has anyone, I mean, I know when you're sleeping you can't really tell if you're like talking in your sleep, but I think sometimes they like wake up like mid-mumble from whatever I was talking about in my sleep. But, yeah, Jackson or Max is in bed. He's like, best summer ever. And and Jackson gets up and he goes over to Max. He's like, uh, Max, wake up. You're having a dream. And Max is like, oh, I dreamed it was the first day of summer. And Jackson's like, it is the first day of summer. And Max. Full-on dance mode, rips the covers off, stands up. He's like, in that case, one, two, three, four, best summer ever, throwing his hands out. Jackson just gives him a look like, okay, somebody uh sound the crazy train. <laughs> I'll see you downstairs for breakfast. And we cut from that, we jump to the intro. I love the Fuller House theme song. It's so great. It's so poppy. It's so upbeat. I think I'm just jazzed just because the sun is out right now, and it's so beautiful, and I'm so excited because summer is a-coming. I want consecutive nice warm days. We haven't gotten them yet. Maybe we will eventually. Maybe once July hits. I don't know. All right, so now we are in the kitchen. It's breakfast time. We got scrambled eggs. We got what looks like bacon or sausage or both. Pancakes on plates with blueberries and strawberries. I love that DJ, Kimmy, and Stephanie all have coffee mugs that each have the letter of their name. Do you remember when? Was it, like, maybe three or more years ago that, like, Coca-Cola had? And I thought they brought it back, like, every other summer that you would, like, look for your name on a bottle of Coca-Cola. And at one point, I think it was, like, a year or so ago... Like, they had it where you can just, like, pull off your your name thing, so that way you can, like, just, like almost like a sticker, like, you can stick it on something. I thought, and that was just fun. It's like, I'm trying to find my name. I'm trying to find, but, I mean, I found Jeremy's name. I found my name. I just, I think it was, it was so cool. It was like the hunt to find your name. <laughs> so, DJ's happy she woke up a little early, so that way she can... You know, just before the kids get up and the house starts, you know, coming alive and making noise and everything like that. Just, you know, having some time, she-wolf pack time. Of course, Steve and CJ come in. It's like, ugh, this is the last thing DJ needs. I believe, yeah, at the end of season two, CJ and Steve announced their engagement. Well, now they've picked a place that they're going to have the honeymoon. So Steve announces that uh, he and CJ have some big news, but before he can even mention it, he's like, oh, pancake, as he takes it from Stephanie's plate and bites into it. And I'm like, same old Steve, same old Steve. CJ says, well, Steve and I have set a date for the wedding. Oh, knife to the heart, Deej. And even Kimmy and Stephanie are plastered on these fake smiles like, ah, great. Right. like, we're there for you, Deej, don't worry will protect your heart for you. So, yeah, it's going to be, the wedding's going to be at the end of the summer in Japan. So that, of course, is going to be the finale of season three is going to be. Is it? Hold on a second. No, it's not the season. I'm sorry, guys. No, it's actually season three, episode 10. So it's at the halfway point. My best friend's Japanese wedding, Stephen uh CJ's wedding, have has one disaster after another. Alright, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I think it's safe to say, I can't remember how season three ended. Oh, wait, 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 is it? I I bet it's gotta be where Jesse wants to reopen the Smash Club that's been turned into a laundromat, and Kimmy announces that she's pregnant with Stephanie's baby, with, you know, Jimmy's sperm and Stephanie's egg and everything inside of her, so I think that's what it was. And DJ uh, I cannot get the names right. Why did they have to name CJ something so similar to DJ? I mean, yeah, it's cute for a half a second, but uh, it confuses me. And it's not helpful when doing a podcast. So, Steve and CJ are like, huh? Huh? What do you think? And DJ Kimmy and Steph all are like, huh? What? Are you serious? Like, why would you go to Japan to get married? Because that's where CJ's family is. Her father. Her stepfather lives in Japan. I take it her real father is passed on? Okay. And her stepdad is paying for the whole thing. So of course, why not, right? So Steve is inviting everybody and Stephanie, of course, to CJ is like, you know there's a real nice Benihana around the corner, right? And, um, Jeremy and I were on a drive somewhere on on Saturday, and I mentioned like Benny Hanna and not knowing like I, I thought it was a resort. It's a restaurant. I feel so stupid. <laughs> Thank you, internet, for showing me the error of my of my ways, of my thoughts, and, and correcting me when I'm wrong. So DJ is like, don't worry, we'll all be there. And Steve is like, look, CJ, we got to go start getting our wedding registries all set up. So she says, uh, lists off the place, Crate Barrel, don't know what that is. Pottery Barn that's probably been around forever. Applebee. Applebee's gets a lot of play, a lot of name drops on this show. What is Crate Barrel? I'm going to look that up like right now. Ooh, I don't want to drop, knock them over my drink. Okay, so this is Crate and Barrel, furniture. So it's a furniture store. All right, well, cool. I guess I mean that's what you're into. Jeremy's mom and I actually went. We went to, I think we went to Bath and Body Works, and then we also went to Target. So it was kind. It was a nice day. You know, we went together, and also. We went to, to lunch, and it was just, it was a nice little day. But I remember during my bridal shower, I was a nervous wreck. I kind of get a little stressed to be in the center of attention. You know, especially when the focus is on me, and I'm, like, opening gifts and stuff in front of my, my family. Uh, it's it, uh, it was, it was very nerve-wracking. Like, uh, uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, somebody actually had to sit near me and, like, write down the gifts and who they were from. And Steve mentions how he loves Applebee's potato skins. I really like, is that they're um is it like spicy Asian hot wings or something like that? They're they're so good. Oh they're so good. Oh and I love the, it's like three cheese, bacon and macaroni. It's amazing. And it's got like honey, lemon, pepper crispy chicken tenders with it. It's, It's I get it every time I go there So Steve and CJ F said We're going to go to that one first We're going to Applebee's I need some potato skins So DJ is walking towards the kitchen island And she's like wow Steve is getting married I can't believe it And of course Kimmy gets up Goes over like yeah and not to you I mean if you hate happy endings And stuff like that It's like Kimmy please you're digging that knife a little deeper and it's not making DJ feel any better. Oh yeah, I forgot there was like Team Steve, Team Matt, whereas Kimmy's old school, she's going Team Steve all the way. And of course, Stephanie's like out with the old and with the new. DJ's got a romantic thing going with the dreamy, steamy Dr. Matt Harmon. Which, I, 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 I think that's That man's kind of cute. I think he's kind of cute. In that cute boyish way. But I gotta go team Steve. You know, I'm old school too. I I grew up watching Steve and DJ together. Power couple. Right up there with Jesse and Becky. And Danny and Vicky. Where Are we gonna see a wedding for that? I really hope they didn't just drop her that one time. Like, drop her in. Surprise. Woo! And then, like, we never see her again. Cause she's not With anybody, right? I mean, they would. If she'd have been married, I don't think they would have brought her on. Let's let's do it. Let's get a triple ceremony. Let's get Steve and DJ, Jimmy and Steph, uh, Danny and Vicky. Um, Maybe if Kimmy and Fernando want to actually remarry again, four, four. So, DJ's like, yeah, Matt is pretty dreamy. In fact, speaking of dreams, I had one about him last night. And you hear, DJ, are you here, Stephanie and Kimmy and the audience go, Woo! Yeah! Tell us about this dream. I think they were folding laundry. Like, well, yeah, okay, cool. She's like, we were folding laundry, if you know what I mean. Like, oh. Okay, (laughs) cool. (laughs) And I love that Stephanie goes all greets, like, ooh, tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. (laughs) He's just like, that's it. Uh, We were just folding laundry. (laughs) In comes Jimmy. I gotta say, the short hair look on Jimmy, I like it better than the long hair. I really, really do. It's more clean cut. He comes in jogging over to Steph saying, hey there, Stephanoodle. I love his little nicknames for it. So cute. I love how she's sitting in the ch- Stephanie's sitting in the chair and she's got her head tilted back and he comes in and like plants a kiss on her like Spider-Man style but then he turns like his head clockwise and then he sits down next to her. So Jimmy's living in his RV. He mentions how it's parked at Costco in the parking lot right now because somebody DJ Got a hold of the city and had them post no overnight parking signs, and I'd be like, "Uh, you're blocking my driveway, Jimmy." And he looks at DJ accusingly, and S- Steph is like, "What? That's the first time hearing about this?" Yeah, she says, "You're always blocking my driveway, and your RV is like." an eyesore. She's I can never find a place to park. Okay, it was me. Well, think about it. How many people there have vehicles that they're using? They got probably at least maybe four vehicles. Five if you count Jimmy's. We got DJ, Stephanie, Kimmy. There's three. Fernando. There's four. And then Jimmy's RV. So yeah, that's five. There he is. Mr. McStreamy. McSteamy. (laughs) McSteamy. (laughs) Mr. Dreamy, (laughs) Matt Harmon, (laughs) open the the back door Kimmy style. Come on, if you're going to make an entrance in the back way into the kitchen, you gotta open the door Kimmy style. It's just how you do it. You gotta make an entrance. So Matt asks if DJ wants to carpool and they really, Kimmy brings up the point and It's like, what do you mean you don't see each other? You work together eight hours a day. But Matt's like, well, yeah, but she does, you know, dogs. She works on dogs and I do the cats and the bunnies. So we really don't really see each other. I mean, they're working in separate examination rooms. Uh, She says, I'm sorry I can't carpool today. I have to tell Jackson that I'm sending him to summer school. Uh, Is it just for one class? And Matt's like, "Oh, summer school is the worst. And, of course, DJ, we know how DJ likes to butter her kids up when they. He, she has to give them bad news. Like, for moving day, she made Jackson a big pile of pancakes, a chocolate milkshake. And, of course, he was onto that in a heartbeat. Like, something's going on. You normally only do this when you have to deliver bad news. So she's like, I got him a steak sandwich, which is a nice sub That looks so yummy. An entire pumpkin pie. I mean, you can eat pumpkin pie any time of the year, but I prefer it around Thanksgiving. Just like, that's how I watch my holiday TV episodes. I can only watch them during the holidays. That's just me. That's how I roll. That way, you're in the mood of the season, and you're treating yourself to a ho- You're getting in the in the, in the warm and fuzzy feels for the holiday season. A $50 iTunes gift card, DJ. Woo-wee! Big spenda. And I love how we cut to the kitchen table, and Stephanie's like, "Deej, you could put Selena Goom- Gomez in that lunch bag, and it ain't gonna help. So Matt leaves after he kisses DJ goodbye and says, hey, I'll see you in 10. And she's like, all right, 15 if there's traffic. That Fuller Harmon Pet Care Place must be pretty close by. I don't know what traffic's like in San Fran, but I can't imagine it's the best. So they're kind of telling DJ, like, you gotta, like, connect with Matt more, find more time to hang out and everything like that. And Stephanie, I love her response of, oh, well, Jimmy and I connect at every day he's like oh yeah we do <laughs> and dj's like oh don't worry matt and i i will definitely fix this and jimmy's like oh yeah you will and stephanie's like no jimmy no she she doesn't like it when you do that i liked that i thought that was funny so fernando comes down in shorts and a polo to me it looks like a golf shirt like a polo shirt and he's, like, pretty much ready to be out the door. And Kimmy's like, well, where are you heading off to, Fernando? He's like, oh, nowhere. And he goes to kiss her goodbye, and she gives him the brush off. Like, you only get the cheek. And you hear the, the audience go, ooh. And he's like, did I just get the cheek? And he says, "Mia more." And she's like, don't mi more me until you <laughs> tell me more about what you're up to. Like, yeah, you're sneaking out of the house. What you doing? So yeah he's being very vague uh, he's taking a pancake for the road because the pancakes are there you gotta snag one because they are probably amazing. What am I saying probably for- I bet they are amazing. All right here come the kiddos. I'm gonna play this clip as they're like no school no school. Well that's pretty much true for two out of three of you. <laughs> oh Jackson. Burn.
2: No school! No school! No school! No school! Cool. This is gonna be the best summer ever! I don't know why, but I can't get that song out of my head. Bye, Mom! Oh, honey, wait! Where are you going? With Popgo to Mighty Mountain? Oh, I love that tidal wave ride! Wait for me. I'll go get our matching ponchos and a spare bra. Uh, Nothing is worse than a soggy (laughs) brazier. You know I love you, but you're kind of a third wheel. I just want (laughs) to hang out with my baby. Tell you what, if you give me your credit card, it'll be like a little piece of you is with me everywhere I go. Oh, come on, (laughs) Ramona. That is so sweet. Well, if you need me, I'll be on the couch for the next three months. Yeah, about that. Hold up. Just call me and Jackson. You and I need to talk, and it's a little bit awkward. Mom, I know where babies come from. It's about what happened last school year. About how I crushed it? <laughs> Did you? Because a D-minus in history is not exactly crushing it. Which is why I've decided you're gonna pull up that bad grade in summer school. Summer school? Mom, you can't be serious. I'm gonna be hanging out with Lola all summer. I don't even know how to process this. Luckily, you don't have to because school starts today. Here are your books a special lunch don't forget to look under the pie for a please don't hate me gift card what so so like don't even argue just go mom you can't do this to me i'm chillaxing jackson now you're history passing jackson
1: so max is still singing that song with best summer ever and everyone's like "Uh, okay The kids are, you know, they're no school, no school. They're high-fiving each other and everything. Ramona's got plans to meet up with Popko. They're going to go to um, some type of Splash Mountain place. And Cammie, of course, wants to, you know, hang out with her daughter. She wants her mommy-daughter time. And Ramona's like, Mom, I'm sorry, but you're a third wheel because... Kimmy's like, oh, don't worry, I'll get a spare bra, which is, like, nothing worse than a soggy bra- brazier, Like, ew. TMI, Kimmy. But Ramona is, like, playing on Kimmy's- I'm not gonna call her airhead. I'm not gonna call her a simpleton, but she's playing on Kimmy's- or whatever you want to call it. Like, oh, mom, give me your credit card and it'll be like a piece of you is there with me. And I'm like, are you kidding? Whatever. Like, Kimmy falls for it. Of course, Jackson is going to be Chalexin Jackson as he spends the next three months on the couch in front of the TV tube. And DJ follows him into the living room carrying a lunch bag and a backpack. She's got that already to go for him. And he she drops the uh, bomb about, you know, last year. You know, last school year. And he's like, yeah, you mean when I crushed it? And she's like, uh, did you crush it? Because I remember you got a D in history. So, you're making that up by going to summer school. Really? He's going to summer school. But then again, that's where he meets Gia's daughter, Rocky, who... It really sucks that Gia is a negligent parent. She's probably like, I want to hit up with all the guys. I'm going to drop you in summer school so you're not in my way. She's that kind of person. Unless maybe Rocky. Rocky, you've seen Rocky. She's a rocker looking girl. She's really cool. But we don't know what her study habits are. We don't know why she's in summer school, but she is. But that's why he goes for the story to work for us to meet her and everything like that. Because we don't know if she's Gia's daughter yet, at this point. Really, uh, sucks for No one wants to go back to school, like, after they've just gotten done with, like, nine months of school. I remember after I finished my freshman year of high school, the following Monday I was back at school for driver's ed. So, I don't know, I gotta ask you, parents out there, are you supportive of DJ's decision because Jackson failed one grade that he should be made to go to summer school to bring the grade up? That's a bit excessive. Is he going, like, five, he, it's one class, right? He wouldn't be going for eight hours a day. I don't know. We'll have to see how the story eventually plays out. Kimmy comes in and says that she wants to spend time with Ramona because this is her last year before she enters high school and then Kimmy says I'll lose her forever after that. She'll want nothing to do with me. Well, she is kind of already edging out you out the door of her life. So, mind you, kids only have short time to be kids before they got to worry about adult stuff. Don't worry, Kimmy. Ramona will come to you when she's like 25, 26 and she's married and she's got kids of her own. She'll come to you. And then it's, it, it seems like kids kind of become buddies with their parents when they have their own kids and they're more like more of a confidant and a, and a friend your your parent becomes. So, the kids are going to be going into high school in the fall, and this is kind of why DJ wants Jackson to go to summer school to bring his grade up. She's afraid that he's going to become an unemployed moocher who lives on her couch. And this is just her trying to prevent that. But I feel like that was almost a semi-dig at Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy's not unemployed. He's a photographer who gets gigs here and there. And he's not living on her couch. What's Fernando doing? He's a race car race car driver. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a dig on Stephanie. Stephanie, the unemployed, lives on my couch because she pops her head and like I hear you talking about me. And like, why did that never dawn on me that <laughs> DJ could have been referring to Stephanie? So now we cut to Van Anna Middle School where Jackson is heading to history class sees a girl there with long black hair and she's got what looked like like little like clip-on purple um strips of hair (laughs) what are they like extensions or something is that what they're called so jackson's like oh are you here for summer school and she's like no i'm an undercover narc and Jackson, of course, being dumb, dumb Jackson, is like, should be telling me that? And she stands up and is like, no, I'm not a narc. And he's like, right, got it, as he winks at her. And she's like, yeah, I can see why you're in summer school. So her name is Roxanne, but everyone calls her Rocky. Interesting. So Jackson's like, well, I'm Jackson, but the ladies call me J-Money. Has that been referenced since season one? He's the only one that calls himself that. Or Action Jackson. Or Chillaxin' Jackson. And bef- when he walked out the door, DJ called him History Passin' Jackson. It's like, it's a name that you can you play on so many different things. And even Rocky's like, no they don't. He's like, yeah, you're right, they don't. <laughs> so Rocky's like, hey, word of advice, kid. Our teacher looks like he could snap at any moment. As the teacher pokes his head out the door and says, We're starting now. And Jackson's like, That's our teacher? The guy I saw sitting in a smart car crying his eyes out in the parking lot? That guy? And the the guy pops his head out again. He's like, We're starting now. (laughs) He's trying not to break down like in a choked voice. Alright, now we go to a Costco parking lot. Or what's supposed to be one. And... Jimmy's like, gosh, I love being in a Costco parking lot. As we got Stephanie sitting at the makeshift table, and then we also have a security guard there. Jimmy comes in with one of those snack trays, like, you see, like, for samples and stuff. He's actually got one of those with him. I love Jimmy's logic. This is funny. I want to play this clip about these Swedish meatballs.
0: I love living in the Costco parking lot. (laughs) Look at all these free samples. I mean, these Swedish meatballs are so good. I almost
2: bought some, but then I thought, why? They're free. You know, Morris, it is so nice of you to let Jimmy Picasar be here. Here's the thing. All right, I like you guys, but Costco wants you off the property unless you're actually going to buy something. (laughs) 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 Well, then tell Costco to stop giving away free stuff. Uh, I I gotta go. I just realized I left my taser in the handicapped bathroom again.
1: So, yeah, it's like, why? Because you are getting free samples. He's like, I almost bought some, but I mean, why, right? Because it's, they're free anyway, these samples. <laughs> and I like, this security guard is so cool. He's a funny dude. I, I can't remember his name, but Stephanie's like, thank you for letting Jimmy park his RV in the Costco parking lot. And the guy's like, he, look, I like you guys, but costco wants you out of here unless you're actually going to buy something then he's like oh i left my taser in the handicapped bathroom and he's like i know we're not supposed to use it but it is really way cleaner in there and it probably is there's so much space in there oh he leaves but he takes a couple of those sample swedish meatballs with him Uh uh-oh stephanie looks out the window and who does she see It's Fernando and some lady. Oh boy! And of course, we know Chand. (laughs) Fuck, Fernando, the cheating cad from season one. Of course, he's got a history of cheating. So Stephanie's like, oh boy, this is not good. Okay, if this person, we know that. Oh, there's a Honda there. Cool. Um. Yeah. If this is, we learn later that she's a realtor, why do you hug your realtor? I wouldn't. And why is she allowing it? That's creepy. So Stephanie is telling Jimmy, like, is that Fernando h- hugging a blonde holding two grande lattes? And Jimmy's like, are you sure? And she's like, well, they could be ventis. They're pretty large cups. So Kimmy, Stephanie's worried that, you know, About Kimmy finding out about this Like if she finds out that Fernando's cheating, which he's not It will break her heart And Jimmy's like, yeah, you know, let her down Easy, and she's, Stephanie's looking at him Like, uh, she's your sister You tell her, he's like, I I can't I avoid confrontation at all costs Which, I avoid confrontation At all costs, that's No one likes Confrontation, George McFly I really don't like uh, confrontations. Yeah, no one does. No one does. So she's like, you just need to step up. And Jimmy, of course, puts his hands over his ears and is like, la 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 la, as he goes into the back. Buddy comes back for a Swedish meatball sample. There's a bun bun. Oh, little bun bun. As we go to Harmon Fuller cat, Pet cor- blah, blah, blah. Care. Excuse me. And Matt is holding a little bun bun, a little bunny, a little loppy bun. They're both wearing hairnets, too. So Matt's like, we were able to save your foot. And he mentioned something about a bean on a keychain, you know, looking rabbit, rabbit's foot. And DJ's like, huh, what? And Matt's like, come on, seriously. The rabbit here, Thumper, he got the joke. Of course, while Matt's back is turned, DJ takes off her smock and is... Wearing a revealing red dress. Very, very nice. I like it. It's pretty. But then again, I like the color red, so that makes me biased a little. So I get get they work together and everything, and they are dating. They own a business together. Why would you be making out there? I mean, you're on the clock. As DJ is all up on Matt. They're kissing, and of course, what happens? A customer comes in with their adorable fluffy white cat. Like, they didn't call you to come in, but then again, she was like, oh, I guess this means that uh, my cat can come in for its appointment. It's like, come on. And I'm sure the lady's going to take her cat. Like, let's go somewhere else. I don't feel like you're safe here, kitty cat. Mrs. Hathaway, her name is. Like, apparently she's early. So... For whatever reason, DJ apparently wants to explain the situation like we're business partners and we're business partners. Like, she doesn't need to know your personal preferences or your personal life. She's just there to drop her cat off. I'm surprised she doesn't cover her cat's eyes like, this is not for kitty's eyes. As she slowly backs away out the door, which I don't know if she's going to do that, but let's see. She just looks at them with this like... Are you kidding me right now? I wanted to bring my cat in. I have brought her here for years. And you're in here making out with your co-worker. And Matt is uncomfortable. Like, DJ, leave your relationship at home where it belongs. It does not belong in the workplace. This is why people say don't date your co-workers. Because it can get very, very messy. If you can't separate... Your personal relationship from your work relationship. No, DJ just takes the cat and then we cut back to the house. Someone brought a pizza! As DJ comes in with a pizza and Tommy's in his high chair and Ramona is playing on what looks like a Magna Doodle Etch-A-Sketch thing. That's kind of cool. So she picked up a special favorite Pizza of Jackson's. And Ramona, of course, calls it like she sees it. Like, hmm, someone's feeling a little guilty about sending somebody to summer school. Like, yeah. So, is that pizza just for Jackson? Or does the family get to have some? Like, what about the rest of the family? Do they not get dinner? Do they not get pizza? So, yeah, Ramona calls DJ out for, like, Buying Jackson off for the fact that she's feeling guilty because she had to send him to summer school. And of course, TJ's like, no, I didn't. And then she pulls out a Baskin Robbins ice cream cake. Jackson comes down. He's got a hooded zip-up shirt on. And of course, he's got his head bent down. I'm like, oh, no, what happened? I just thought he was just really depressed. She's like, oh, come on, it can't be that bad. And he's like, you want to bet? As he pulls his head up, takes the hood off, and his face. Someone used a black sharpie to draw whiskers on his face cat whiskers. The detail on this is really good. He's got a little, you know, black, you know, nose on the tip of his nose. And he's got like the little dividing and he's got the little dots where, you know, extra whiskers would come out. And then he's also got the eyebrow. Oh, really great detail. I really like that. And I love they cut to Tommy in the high chair. He's like, meow. Yeah, he knows it's a cat on Jackson's face. <laughs> Let me guess, Rocky drew that on his face. And of course, Deej like, that's right, Tommy. The kitty says meow. As they cut back to Tommy and he's holding like a toy on his finger. And Ramona is just laughing her head off. Like, <laughs> this is just too funny not to laugh at. And of course... Ramona's way of cheering Jackson up is to say that she went to um, that water park or the amusement re- place. She rode so many rides, took so many selfies that her phone died. Well, why didn't you bring a charger? What? She's a teenager. She's not going to remember to bring her charger with her. I'm sure in this day and age, Amusement parks probably have charging stations Where you can charge your phone I mean, come on, it's the 21st century It's, at this time it was 2017 So it's like, they must have had them somewhere So Jackson and a huff Just takes the Baskin Robbins Ice cream cake And the pizza box Into the living room Aww, and we come back to Tommy He's like, bye kitty And DJ turns and just waves at Tommy he's So cute, so cute so, yeah, he goes into the living room, and she's like, how did this happen? And he says, oh, I fell asleep in cat class, and this kid Rocky drew all over my face. I gotta say, I really like DJ's hair this season. It's really pretty. It's a mixture of, like, um, dar- dark blonde with, like, sunshine blonde highlights. I don't even know if that's a thing, but I just made it up. So, yeah, he fell asleep in class. He said, you fell asleep on your first day? He's like, that's not the point. The point is, they pranked me, and it's just <laughs> not good, not good. So, she's like, well, I hope this Rocky person, because she doesn't know if Rocky is a boy or a girl, she's like, I hope this Rocky person got in trouble, and guess who's coming to the door? We're going to meet the Rocky. I want to play this clip as DJ's like it's always open and then Rocky comes in and it's just funny her responses like really that's what you say how have you people not been murdered by now this is I love her witty sarcastic comments she's so like honest and just to the truth
2: really you just let people walk in <laughs> how have you not been murdered by now <laughs> Rocky, what are you doing here? You're Rocky? Why would you draw on my son's face? He fell asleep in class and started snoring like a cat. Anyway, the principal said I had to apologize, so my mom drove me over here. I'm doing it! (laughs) So, Jackson, I'm really sorry for drawing on your face and on the small of your back. What? (laughs) What? Your crack was showing, so I drew a tulip growing out of it. <laughs>
1: Rocky,
2: how long does it take to say I'm sorry? Ah, Chia! Chia! <laughs> of course this little angel belongs to you. <laughs> Hi, did. Nice to see you. <sighs> Should really get together sometime. Oh, I would love to. But I don't want to. Anyway, look, I got to get to Pilates, guys. So are we good? Does it look like I'm good? I'm out of here and I'm out of summer school, too. Goodbye. You should really be in drama camp. <laughs> okay, you two need to go. And for the first time ever,
1: I'm locking the door. So, Rocky was sent over there by her mother because the principal said she had to go and apologize. Her mother starts honking at her and she's like, I'm doing it, I'm apologizing. And of course, her mother walks in. Who's her mother? It's Gia. Like, oh, great. So, of course, DJ and Gia are like, hi, we need to say more of each other. Not really, though. They're air kiss It's just... Ugh. Yeah, they don't like each other. Which, it's just weird. Because they never had any scenes together on Full House. Like, at all. The only thing I can even imagine that she was in the same room as DJ was for the episode uh, Stephanie's Wild Ride where Gia comes over with these two guys that Steph and her met at the mall. And the guy got a car. Like, hey aren't you coming with me? And DJ's, like, threatening to tell their father, like, you're not going with these guys. This is dangerous. They drive recklessly. And Gia's like, I thought you said your sister was cool. And, of course, Stephanie's like, she used to be. And Gia leaves. And, of course, she gets into a car accident with those guys. Bumps and bruises, that kind of thing. We don't see it, but it's like, that could have been Stephanie. But it's just... I think that DJ just really does not like Gia for the fact that she did not have the greatest influence over Stephanie. And that now she has not changed at all. Not at all. So DJ ushers Rocky and Gia out. Jackson is like, I'm going upstairs. I'm going to just say no to summer school. Goodbye. DJ heads upstairs to the boys' room and Jackson is looking at his reflection in the mirror, trying to scrub off the black Sharpie whiskers on its face. It's like, eh, it won't come off. I'm like, yeah, it's Sharpie. I think those are permanent. I don't know what you have to use to get that off your face. I'm sure there's got to be a lotion or a cream or a cleanser or something that you can use to get that. I mean, Sharpie might be permanent. It might be on there for days. But if you use maybe the right kind of, like, um, s- supplement, s- something, some liquid cleaner something. Don't put bleach on your face. Don't, don't do that. That's not how that works. There are things out there to help remove Sharpie from your face. And Rocky even says that she drew a tulip coming out of Jackson's, his butt crack was exposed. Like, ew. That's nasty. If I were Jackson, I'd feel so violated. Ugh. So he's like, gosh, I wish I had a time machine so I could go back in time and like, mm, to this morning and not go to summer school And she's like or you could go back to the time Last semester in school when you got that D I don't know What do you think do you think that she's being a little A bit much with this summer School thing for one Class really Did he earn the grade All through this entire class That stayed at a D Why didn't at any Point in time she could have gotten Him a tutor That way his grade wouldn't have been up. Granted, she's like, I don't want to pay for a tutor. You'll just learn something by going to summer school. And DJ was pretty smart, you know, in school. She probably got, like, all A's all the time. Why couldn't she at least sit down with him and kind of work with him on the stuff that he's not getting? So Jackson's just throwing a hissy fit temper tantrum here. Like, you can ground me. You can take away my devices. You can brand me with a hot iron, but I'm not going back to summer school. And DJ is like, why would I brand you with an iron? he's like, I don't know, because you're mean. It's like, Jackson, you're 15 years old. Stop acting like you're Tommy's age. Max is smarter than you. Max doesn't throw hissy fits. And the thing that really stinks about this is the whole family is like, Jackson is not smart. He doesn't use his head. But... And I'm just thinking to the d- dynamic of Full House with DJ being the oldest. She was the smartest. She might have made poor choices here and there once in a while. But ultimately, she was a role model for Stephanie and Michelle. Whereas Jackson, what kind of role mo- I mean, even in the beginning of Fuller House, Max just loved his brother. Now he looks at him like, you are such an embarrassment, I am smarter than you. You should be following my lead and I should be the older brother and you should be learning from me. He's just not in... I don't I don't know. It's just this dynamic. It's just... I know it's the next generation and everything like that of kids and they followed the dynamic of Full House pretty closely but as far as the, the kids go and everything, it's almost like... Max and even Tommy are, like, higher up on that chart, and then Jackson is, like, at the bottom. I mean, honestly, in my mind, Max is the coolest out of all the kids. He's smart, he's funny, he's got the best lines. Jackson is just, he's, I'm gonna say mediocre. I mean, the actor its not the actor, it's the way the character is written, in my mind. And you can definitely tell with Tommy, I mean, he's cute, and I love, like... When they cut to him and stuff, how he, um, you know, says little one word whatever's because he's like two and a half or three at that point, but it's just amazing looking at Full House and kind of comparing the Olsen twins with, you know, the boys that play Baby Tommy, Dashiell and Fox Messa. and there's nothing wrong with the boys. They're bringing what they have to the table, but it's just so amazing to see where the Olsen twins were at, at this point. This is season three of Fuller House. In season three of Full House, Michelle was speaking, like, full sentences and and everything like that. I I don't want to say that the Olsen twins are better than the Message twins because that's not what I'm trying to say. I think kids all have different ranges when it comes to acting. Like, some kids can handle some things a little better than others, so... So, DJ sits down next to Jackson at the foot of his bed there on that footlocker, and she's just saying how, you know, she expects him to do his best. That's why he's going to summer school. And he's like, well, maybe I did do my best. Did you ever think of that? And she's like, no, because we both know that you're wrong. You did not do your best. You did not apply yourself. If he's having trouble in school, then they need to get him a tutor. And I can understand her wanting to express the importance of he'll be in high school in the fall, so you really need to kind of man up and start really applying yourself. You get four years to study your butt off so you can hopefully get into a good college. Grades mean a lot. And it's one thing, I mean, if you don't like the work, not a kid a lot of kids like school. They don't like schoolwork. I get it. I was there. I didn't care for schoolwork either. But the way you apply yourself in schoolwork and even outside of school is how you're gonna apply in the real world. If you don't care about you know what you're doing and putting effort into things what how are you going to be able to put in effort when it comes to working at a job? No job is going to put up with that. They're going to say you're clearly not lacking but you're not giving me all that you can. No no company is going to put up with that. They're not going to put up with la- lazy lacklusterness. And she's just I like also that Max, he's in what third grade? And he is, I mean, but kids are different. They all, their personalities are different. They're wired differently. Some kids are into the academics and others aren't. But I think it's more a fact of, I think things just come harder to Jackson. And it's not just that he's not applying himself. I think that he is really struggling. And they, I'm not saying that maybe they should like say like he's dyslexic or something to have something to, you know, give him a problem that they need to work on, but his character just, you know, and we're, like I said, we're in season three, his character is just being written like he's a goofball, he doesn't take anything seriously like that, so we just take with it what we will. Yeah, you know, she says, you know, you're going to be in high school now, I can leave it up to you. To make the decision He's like really I get to make my own decision Okay I choose not to go to summer school And Well at first he's like wait a minute No this isn't really my decision I don't get a choice in this do I And DJ's like no you really don't I'm just humoring you basically And she hugs him and everything's good Cause he's like well I'll go back And she's like see after one day you're smarter already And I get it. You know, she's raising her kid to be able to hopefully one day get into college and also get a job and and be able to take care of himself. That's all she wants. That's not a lot to ask. I love it. She hugs him. She says, because you're not living here forever. It's like your Aunt Stephanie is already doing that. So, one one, uh, family member can only do that at a time. I love... You definitely get a sense of the kids' room. Um, they got skateboards on um, a little uh, shelf thing that you just kind of put them on there. That's pretty cool I, on the wall, a wall shelf. Um, Max's side is all a lot of, like, sciency type stuff, which is cool. So definitely the kids, are definitely they have their areas of where their, their interests lie. So now we cut to the kitchen and Jimmy's running in saying that he's double parked with his RV and the ambulance people, he said he'd be right back, but it's like, those ambulance guys are always in a hurry. It's like, yeah, because it's an ambulance. And I love how Stephanie's like, you know, Jimmy, we've spent the, spent the better part of our relationship looking for a place for you to park your RV. And she just wants him to settle down into an actual place, not an RV. Which is understandable. I mean, it might be cute at first, but after a while, that's just gonna wear on you. So, Stephanie's like, look, we promised we would tell Kimmy the bad news about Fernando together. Kimmy comes down, Jimmy jumps up and says, eee, uh, Stephanie's got some bad news to share with you. Like, thank you, Jimmy. <sighs> And he's like, it involves Fernando cheating. Eh, Okay, it's your turn, Steph. And you hear the audience go, oh, like, Jimmy, why? So Stephanie has Kimmy sit down for this. And she says that we saw Fernando hugging a blonde with two grande lattes as she's putting her hands, like, accentuating this lady's gut big, big knockers, I guess, if you want to call them that. So Kimmy's like, don't worry, Fernando's just been acting weird, I'm sure it's nothing. Fernando comes in with the blonde girl, like, we have a big announcement, of course Kimmy's probably gonna be like, excuse me, what is this, what is going on? (laughs) And Fernando's like, let me start by saying I love this woman, and I kept wondering about that glass in Kimmy's hand, I'm like, I bet she's gonna throw that in Fernando's face. And she, yep, yeah, that's exactly, she stands up and just, right in the face. Oh, no! Because the lady is like, what's going on? Oh, and Kimmy, like, stands up with that other glassy. Oh, no! Oh, my gosh, she's gonna hit her. Oh, my gosh, she's gonna throw that in her face. Oh, boy. Yeah, Kimmy offers her, so, this lady, some lemonade. Throws it in her face and says, it's a little tart, just like you. Like, Oh, my God. So... The lady, she reveals that she is Fernando's realtor and nothing is going on. In fact, she says all he does is talk about how much he loves you. And Kimmy is just like jaw dropped to the floor. Like, what? And Kimmy looks at Stephanie like, why would you do this to me if you didn't know 100% what you were actually witnessing? Of course, Stephanie's response is, Oops is right, Steph. Oops is right. So, Stephanie is gonna throw her own glass of lemonade in her own face. As she says, how rude after she does this. Oh my god! She said, well, Kimmy apologizes and the lady says, I've been shot four times. Trust me, this is nothing. I'm like, oh my god! That's a cool catchphrase. Her name is Debbie Gold. She hands... Kimmy her business card and says everything I touch turns to sold (laughs) that's a cool catchphrase I like it of course now that this whole thing has been cleared up Jimmy decides to reappear ask what's going on looks at Steph and says what why is your face all wet and she's like oh well I threw a glass of lemonade in my own face and Jimmy's like yeah I did that once. The key is... The trick is to use a straw. Like, yeah. Got that. Thank you, Jimmy. For, so, Fernando calls everyone into the kitchen. And the whole time... I'm like, what has Max been up to this whole time? We saw him, like, in the beginning. all the kids are shouting, No school! No school! And then you, like, don't see him until this very minute when Fernando is calling everybody in for his giant announcement. So, he... Drops this bomb here saying that he just bought a wonderful, beautiful house for him and Kim, uh, Kimmy and Ramona all to move in together. Like, so this is a shock to them because the girls are all living in... The Tanner House raising the kids. That's the dynamic of Full House. That's how it's done here. So the fact that he just springs this on everybody, like they're supposed to be jumping up and down for joy. Meanwhile, also, where's Ramona? She isn't there. And Kimmy's like, you bought us a house? And Fernando's like, yes, it's the old Gibbler house. So the house like, right next door. Of course, someone else is going to be living in it after all this time because the Gibbler's... Probably when Kimmy graduated high school, like, okay, well, the last child is out of the nest. Jimmy's on his own adventure in his RV. Let's, like, and we find out that supposedly the parents are, like, traveling acrobats or circus people or something. Because we actually get to see inside the Gibbler house, and it's really, really cool. And really, really cool does not sum it up, either. Kimmy and Jimmy are kind of almost making fun of Fernando's accent as he says, I bought the Gibbler house or something like, you bought the Gibbler house? Like what? This is just crazy. I'm going to play this. This is just the way that they're, and mind you, this is Kimmy and Jimmy's childhood home.
2: House. Seriously? You bought us
0: the Gibbler house? Yes, the Euler house. I can't believe you bought the Hebler house. Wait, have I been pronouncing my last name wrong all these years?
2: Wow. I really miss you and Ramona and being next You and Ramona. Yeah.
0: Max, I know you must be happy. <laughs> You have wanted me gone since the day I moved in.
2: I don't know how to feel. On the one hand, I don't like you. <laughs>
0: okay.
2: On the other hand, I need you. You're my nemesis. I need a chewable aspirin. The children, Matt. No, Fernando, I have to say, buying us a home is a beautiful gesture. So you're moving in? No. But I also have to say, I'm very angry I wasn't consulted.
0: So you're not moving in.
2: But I appreciate you trying to make me happy.
0: So you are moving in.
2: But this does not make me happy.
0: So you're not moving in.
2: You just do whatever you want and expect me to go along with it.
0: But I'm only thinking of you when I tell you what to do. Because I have the best ideas.
2: I'm sorry, but I made a commitment to DJ. So I'm staying right here with the She-Wolf pack. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Ramona is nowhere to be found. And it's kind of funny because Jimmy's like, about to have, house. have I pronoun- been pronouncing my name wrong all these years? <laughs> I remember Adam Hanginboo who plays Jimmy. I remember him from Switch at birth when he was on, like, season's, uh, Maybe 4 and 5? But, I mean, yeah, people feel his comedic timing is off. Because this is probably his first sitcom. And I'm just thinking, yeah, but the lines that he gives, the the goofy dum it it works. It does work. So whoever they have writing for Jimmy, it's like, you're doing a good job. Keep it up. I mean, I understand... That Kimmy really doesn't want to move in Because that breaks up the whole dynamic of, of the girls and everything like that And the fact that she wasn't even consulted If Jeremy came in here and said I bought us an, a house Even though we live in a house I'd be like Wait a minute, no you didn't Because I want to be consulted That is a big purchase It's not just a big purchase That is a life changing That's a big decision One that two people need to be consulted about you know, it's a joint effort, and you—if you're going to live in a house, you kind of want to say what the house looks like, and and a lot of other things. You know, I mean, that's a big deal. A house kind of means you're kind of settling down and settling in for the long haul. Ramona's not even there to receive that news either. And Max, well, I'm sure. Uh, Fernando says, "Well, Max, I'm sure you'll be happy to see me gone because you you've want me gone, wanted me gone since I moved in here." And I love Max's response of, well, on one hand, I don't like you. And on the other hand, I need you. You're my nemesis. And I'm just thinking maybe he also kind of needs, you know, he's got some role models there, male role models. I mean, we know Jackson really isn't, you know, got Fernando, you got Jimmy. I know, I know. Not of that. But then again, you also have Matt, who DJ is currently dating, so... He's getting a little bit, you know, and he's got, you know, Joey, Grandpa Danny, and and Uncle Jesse. They're, you know, too when they swing in on occasion. So the Fuller boys are not short on male role role models. So Fernando's like, "You're not moving in," and she's like, "On one hand, you, you know, I I like that you bought us a house, but I'd rather would have been consulted." And I'm not leaving because I don't want to break the she-wolf pack. As Kimmy goes over to Stephanie and DJ and they go, It's cute. I love the she-wolf pack. Of course, Fernando's like, I am not leaving this house without a gibbler in my arms. So, of course, Jimmy's like, Okay, jumps right into his arms. Like, that's not what I meant. Not my brother-in-law. And he's like, See, Steph, I told you the universe provides... You know, because she's wanting him to have a place to live. (laughs) Other than that RV. So, of course, why not right next door? In the Gibbler house. (laughs) So, Fernando and Jimmy are going to be in the Gibbler house. But they're also going to be over all the time. I remember in in season three... DJ's always bringing it up like you have a house why aren't you there and he's like what well, the door is always open like, everybody's over here and otherwise if I go home I'm just left there with Jimmy <laughs> so Matt comes in and says hey DJ you might be busy with he was not expecting Fernando to be holding Jimmy and Jimmy's got his face pressed right up against Fernando and Matt's like whatever this is so, Matt calls DJ into the living room. I'm guessing it's probably to talk about what happened at work. He's like, what was going on with that whole bow chicka wow wow type thing at work today? And she's like, well, I was trying to sneak a date night into a work day. Like, that, mm, why don't... You're working, you're, and you're working with animals. You don't need to be, have your judgment clouded because you're working with your boyfriend. You, are under, you have a pet under the knife there. Something goes wrong because you're thinking of macking on your boyfriend or going out to a fancy dinner or this or that. That pet is dead. You leave your romance outside the door of your work. That way you can pick it up when you lock the door of your work and you go home. Don't bring it into work. So DJ is just saying that it feels like our relationship is competing with work and kids and this and that that we really don't get to spend as much time together working on having a relationship, which yeah, I get it, you know, other things get in the way, but just, just, come on that's just, mm, I I, I don't like it. And he's like, well, what's going on? So he kind of brings her over to the couch and she's like I just want us to get closer so we can build something special. And he's like I think we are. I think I love how things are going with us. And he drops the I love you. Which, based on her reaction of whoa, he's maybe not said it yet because they're in a newly. They got together. I thought it was sometime halfway into season two. And now they're just, you know, getting acquainted with the idea of being in a relationship together. And she's like, do you just say I love you? Because you've never said that before. And he says, I've been thinking it for a while. I like them as a couple. I'll always be Team Steve. But right now I'm on the Team Matt train while they're in the relationship. It's cute. It's adorable. He's cute and adorable. You know... Both he and Steve have good-paying jobs, you know, Matt's a vet, Steve's a podiatrist. You pretty much can get a job wherever you want to go with something like that. And she says, so have I. Matt kind of sits a little, scooches a little closer, like, well, you haven't said it yet. She says, here I go. I love you. Aw. He says, I love you too, and they kiss. oh." Audience is like, woo, 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 woo. And that's pretty much the episode. So, Ramona went upstairs, maybe with baby Tommy, and never came back for the rest of the episode. Edra, she made that dig about, oh, you are buttering up Jackson because you feel guilty about sending him to summer school because you got him his own pizza. None of the family gets it. And a Baskin Robbins ice cream cake, which apparently no one else gets to eat going eat it all Because he's a teenager, he's got a high metabolism, he can burn that off in a heartbeat. Yeah, that's the episode. It was a cute one. I like, definitely the dance number was my favorite. Well, the best summer ever. I mean, seriously. That song, how can it not get stuck in your head? Because it's stuck in mine. So, here's a goof. When Jackson comes down after his face was drawn into, the drawing on his face changes. I don't know well, I didn't really see that too much. So if I had to go with a favorite line for the episode, I think it's definitely going to be Jimmy's This is what I love about parking at Costco because... I mean, well, free samples. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, about the the free samples where he said, I almost was going to buy some. They're so good, but why would I when they're free? <laughs> I, I just I thought it was funny. As far as for the best outfit... I mean, I kind of like, I mean, the, the musical, The Best Summer Ever musical, definitely, I, I mean, I like baby Tommy and Cosmo both wearing identical black sunglasses. It was, it was cute. So that's my best outfit, is that. I still have to say if I had a worse outfit, I'm gonna go with Steve in the Bugs Bunny costume. I mean, as funny as it was, it just looked really, really creepy. But then again, I wasn't sure what superhero, or if it's a superhero, that Fernando was dressed as. So, All right, so I'll kind of give you a heads up as to what episodes I'm going to be doing throughout the summer. So next week, I'm going to be doing Full House Season 3, Episode 1, Tanner Island, which is kind of funny because I just did to kick this off. Season 3, Episode 1, of Fuller House, Best Summer Ever. So after that, we're going to do The House Meets the Mouse, I think I might just separate them so the episodes aren't, so the podcast episode isn't running well over two and a half hours, or maybe I will put them together. We'll just see. We'll just see. Uh, Full House Season 6, Episode 1, Come Fly With Me, this is where we meet Steve, where he and DJ come back from s- after a summer in Spain, and they reveal, well, DJ reveals that they're dating. And Stephanie and Michelle end up getting on a plane that's headed for Auckland, New Zealand They go with the Children's Choir Because Stephanie is gaga over this wet, curly, mulleted boy Adorable boy He's like, Where would the Children's Choir Do you want to go with us on board and see us off? Which you cannot do <laughs> And of course, to round out the summer, we will have season seven, of episode one of Full House. It was a dark and stormy night. And then to conclude the summer series, Full House Fuller House podcast series, or the summer series, excuse me, Fuller House season two, episode one, entitled "Welcome Back." That is where they're ending a having a end of summer slash back to school barbecue. And Steve and Matt revealed to DJ, who was about to reveal who she chose out of Matt and Steve, but they drop a bomb on her by telling her they both now have girlfriends. So she waited too long. And we meet Jimmy Gibbler. And Matt, uh, Max is trying to do some environmental project. To help make the world a better place Of course he feels he's a failure And he doesn't succeed by changing anything And he goes upstairs and cries and sulks And cries into his pillow Until the family comes up and cheers him up But yeah So I will be doing that Yeah Tanner Island next week Family goes to Hawaii Woo! Never been Never been I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I had a fun time with it. So, yeah. We got introduced to Rocky this this episode. And Jimmy and Fernando are going to now live in the Gibbler house. The Gibbler house. And uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> as as time goes on. And I go through more Fuller House episodes down the road. So, yeah. So, the summer series is going to run from June And just into August, then I'm going to do a couple uh, birthday episodes since August is my birthday month. Also, John Stamos, I believe, has a birthday in August, so we'll be doing I'm There For You, Babe, where Uncle Jesse turns 26. He's got a lot of things on his plate with coaching DJ's soccer team and... Stephanie's cookies for her bake sale and the jingle, because he and Joey are still jingle writers, and Danny wants Jesse to help him with his car. We already saw how that went down. They got Jesse and the girl, the Stephanie and Michelle got locked in that garage, so I wouldn't be going anywhere near his car. Where is Bullet 2.0 Walter? Because we see Danny driving around. He teaches uh, DJ had to drive in this, like, gold-colored car. Like, ugh. But yeah, I'll also be doing that. Driving Miss DJ. D- bleh, I can't talk today. Driving Miss DJ will probably be coming out sometime next week. So, look forward to that. Up a Full House episode. Po- podcast episode's coming at you. So, have a wonderful Tuesday- Uh- friday afternoon because this will be released on june 21st friday first day of summer all right bye bye everybody